feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is The Rita Cosby Show. Well, things are really getting heated between President Trump and the special counsel, Jack Smith. This is amazing. Jack Smith is pushing the issue of whether President Trump has presidential immunity. And if he does have presidential immunity, then he can't be charged with a lot of these things that Jack Smith and some of these others are going after, going after him for the 91 counts. You know, it is a crazy, crazy number. And now we are hearing uh, that Jack Smith has done a new filing because he did a filing earlier saying, "Okay, let's fast track it. Usually it's the defendant who does the fast tracking and says, I want my case to be fast track. I want a speed, a speedy trial, you know, the, the right to a speedy trial, which all defendants have. But in this case, it was the prosecutor who said, I want to hurry up. And the reason he wants to hurry up is he wants to try to get a conviction of Trump during an election year. That is clearly what this is all about. It is all about going after Trump and trying to get some sort of conviction and trying to get some sort of issue on the docket and saying that, okay, if he can get some sort of, uh, you know, conviction, it'll hurt him coming to the polls. Because there are some polls that say that if there is a conviction versus an accusation, even though I contend so many of these are in such heavy liberal areas, that a conviction is almost assured. But a number of voters have said that they might feel differently about Trump. He's skyrocketing in the polls. There's no doubt about it. Although if you look at everything that happened with Colorado now, maybe those polls and maybe those people would feel differently and say, boy, is the pylon just ridiculous. I think it's so transparent what some of the Democrats are doing, that at this point, I just see Trump going up, 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 and up. But we are hearing from Jack Smith, the special counsel, that he wants to still make that March 4th date. That is for the January 6th election investigation. Remember, he's got the indictments on that. He's got indictments of Trump on the classified documents. So he's just trying desperately to start the trial on March 4th, That would make him sort of the first trial, one of the first ones to kind of come up, if you will, on some of these big things. And then separate than that, guess what? The next day is Super Tuesday. What a coincidence. Talk about election interference. And Jack Smith seems so determined that he is short-circuiting every single, like, right of any sort of defendant. It's a defendant's right to say, you know what? I want to have a speedy trial. It's not the prosecution who says, oh, gosh, we got to hurry up. And he knows that President Trump is trying to fight tooth and nail right now and say this is, you know, this is should just get dragged out. If I'm Trump, I'm going to try to buy time. 
uh, the special prosecutor and the folks that are highly, if they're highly democratic and highly want to interfere with the election, which is what I contend this is all about, then they are going to want to try to fast track it because that's the ultimate goal is get rid of Trump, not the law, get rid of Trump. That's their objective. And so Jack Smith is trying to do everything he can. First, he petitions the Supreme Court. He he jumps all these steps in between, all these appeals courts. He jumps all of them, and he goes right to the highest court in the land and says, I'd like you to decide right away on if President Trump has presidential immunity. Because if he doesn't have the presidential immunity, then, in other words, my case on March 3rd can go forward. So please hurry up and do this, right? Then President Trump replies and says, no. To the Supreme Court. No, you shouldn't hear this case that the appeals courts normally hear this case. I wanted to go through the appropriate appeals courts. I'm the right of the defendant, who is the one who usually pushes for the speedy trial, not the prosecutor, not the heavily politicized prosecutor. And I would like it to go through all the normal steps. So what does Jack Smith do? Well, in the last few hours, Jack Smith does another filing to the Supreme Court and take a listen to this. He says, quote, this is unbelievable. This is a special counsel who's not supposed to be driven by politics, not supposed to be partisan in any shape of the word. And he's supposed to be just abiding by the law, right? Hogwash. But here is his response, quote, This is Jack Smith, the special counsel, going after Trump. The public interest in a prompt resolution of this case favors an immediate, definitive decision by the court. The charges here are of the utmost gravity. So his charges against Trump on January 6th, which every Democrat seems to have January 6th-itis, they already had the January 6th committee, They had all this other stuff, and that's not enough. He's got to keep going. And the fact that he's thinking, well, maybe the Supreme Court will pass it down to the appellate court and say this hasn't really been vetted appropriately. Usually it goes through all these extra steps. Why should we rush? Trump writes back, you shouldn't rush. You know, I'm not asking for a rush, and I should have the right to have it go through all the regular steps. That is an appropriate answer. And yet Jack Smith is saying, like, democracy is on the line If you don't, it is utmost gravity. Is there anybody who thinks a couple of protesters there on January 6th, and there were some who got out of hand. There's no doubt about it. But Donald Trump was still the guy who said peacefully and patriotically, and now it's the utmost gravity? Are you kidding me? If this doesn't show how partisan and how crazy all of this is, I don't know what does. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Ben on line two. Uh, Ben, your thoughts about all of this? Yeah, um, as I told your call screener, who are the greatest for letting me uh, come in, and I thank them. Yeah, I was just thinking all this stuff about Trump is free advertisement for him. You know, uh, every day you hear something going on that's, hey, you know, Trump, Georgia, Trump, um, Washington. And so, you know, it's just free advertising. And, you know, as a result, the, um, he's soaring in the, uh, the polls. And also, I say the Democrats or uh, d- demon crats and, or demon rats, um, they're shooting themselves in the foot and in the head. So, um, but the thing is, my observation is this, is that if we do not solve the election problem, uh, 
is going to be all lost because all these 8 million people and terrorists that are here, they're going to be voting and more likely they'll be voting communist instead of uh, uh, Republican. Yeah, so and, and, and you know reader. the thing and you know the thing is, Ben, this is not able to turn around. Like you talked about, like all those people coming in to vote. That is not turning around. I mean, once these people are here, uh, they're, uh, it's hard to find who they are. It's hard to turn around. And I agree with you. Um, I think it, things are, are going up, 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 up like that for Trump. I mean, if you look at in the polls, he clearly is um, skyrocketing. And in fact, it was even David Axelrod who was Obama's guy, who came out the other day and said, this is jet fuel. He used that analogy. Uh, David Axelrod, Democrat, uh, all these things going up against Trump, including the Colorado case against Trump now that just happened with the state Supreme Court. He says, yes, it was jet fuel. It's only going to help Trump. And he continues to go up in the polls. You see it over and over and over again. Uh, Let's go to Max, line one. Max, your thoughts about all this. Yes. Hello, Rita. I think if we had Trump in office right now, he would not allow something like unwarranted quarantines or unwarranted quarantine, which is something Hochul and Letitia James is trying to push across right now, uh, where they can throw you in in uh, some sort of uh, prison if they feel that you have any sort of disease and uh, you have to take any sort of medicine that they demand. It is called Rule 2.13. So wait, let me just ha- keep you focused here, Max. You believe that Trump would would fight against that? I agree. By the way, oh, I don't think I don't think he would allow that in a heartbeat, and he certainly exactly. would at least. Um, you know, there'd be issues as to whether federal and state the jurisdiction over a lot of these things. But he would come out swinging on that. The other thing I'm thinking about, Max, just uh, yesterday, the city council in New York City. Uh, no surprise, uh, the uh, very progressive city council. Uh, abolished, essentially, solitary confinement and also ordered officers to do more forms. So making it harder for officers, uh, harder for corrections officials. They already have a tough job, all of these people. Uh, So I I agree. I think at least at minimum, he would certainly be speaking out. And you're right. Uh, He would be, you know, you need, I'm telling you right now with all the messes in this country, uh, not just across the city and the state of New York, but across this country, Boy, uh, we need a warrior in there to clean things up because this is a mess. Max, thank you very much. Let's go to Stan. Uh, Line five. Stan, your thoughts. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, Jack Smith is doing exactly the right thing. Absolutely. He wants to see. Why is that? Well, let me talk. Uh, Yeah, uh, uh, answer. Well, I'm answering if you let me talk. He's doing it because he wants to move this case along. He And it's true. If this guy runs for president... And he's convicted. That's when we determine if this man should not be president of the United States. So he's going there now to determine, is he have immunity from prosecution? I see nothing wrong with it. It could benefit Trump as well as hurt him. So what is this line of garbage that he shouldn't go? He'll go. If the court says he has immunity, that solves a lot of problems for Trump. He'll go, ah. But if he doesn't, He'll be sweating like the dog that he is. By the way, poor Rudy Giuliani. I feel so bad for him. Go, all right, all right. Two things, two things. First off, uh, Rudy says this is a bunch of hogwash. He is definitely going to appeal, and I think he has some great grounds for appeal. So uh, that's one. Now, uh, since uh, let's go to your first topic, because, boy, did you have a lot of mistakes in that one, Stan. First off, um, you said 
that, oh, yeah, Jack Smith is doing the right thing. So he's violating basically every defendant's right. Every defendant has a right to a speedy trial. They also have a right for it to go through the processes and for it to be evaluated appropriately. They're not allowing that because Jack Smith is clearly on a vendetta. He is so desperate to hurry up and stick to his day before Super Tuesday. He just happens to be the date is the day right before one of the biggest election contests uh, in any election cycle. It's like the big behemoth with all these states combined. And he doesn't care. In fact, he does care because he wants to sing Trump and make it as difficult as possible. That is completely election interference, and that is shameful. The other thing, too, you think by getting a conviction and with a highly charged prosecutor who, boy, has been on a vendetta from with Trump and the double standard, we haven't heard peep from the so-called special prosecutor investigating Biden who left all the classified documents all over, strewn all over the place by the, you know, by his little Corvette. Uh, that guy somehow has been MIA inconveniently. All right. And then you've got a heavily charged, very determined political prosecutor going after Trump in what a surprise. It's in Washington, D.C., where virtually nobody votes for a Republican. It's so Democratic. Isn't that interesting? And isn't it interesting that the judge who's overseeing that case actually used to work with Hunter Biden? And you know what's interesting? The company that one of that firm represented? Wow, it's Burisma. Boy, doesn't that sound familiar. That's who Hunter Biden made tons of money from, and he was on the board. So, Stan, you know, this This to me, this is what happens in like, like a country like uh, Russia, you know, I would expect this in like a third world banana republic like that. I would not expect this in America. I'll give you the final say, Stan, but uh, this is the deck, the deck stacked against someone. And it, it is this is not the way American justice works. And I would think that you would even notice that, Stan. But go ahead. Cry me a river, lady. You're unbelievable. Yeah, Let you're me unbelievable. You think that that's fair justice? Yes or no? no that's uh, a yes. Uh, hang guy. on. Hang on, Stan. Uh, just now you're interrupting. No, okay, no, I'm just... No, I, right, I, I'm shutting up. I'd I'm like to clear it. Good. That's great to hear, because that would be great if it was permanent, but that's ridiculous. Listen, here it is. Yes or no? Do you think, honestly, that this is fair justice? Just substitute the names. Joe Biden... Uh, is is going in, and we're going to try him in. Um, uh, we're going to try him in Texas, and Greg Abbott is the judge. Uh, th- let's just say that. Do you think that that's fair? Yes or no? Nothing. What you say? Absolutely not. Let's talk. That's about a yes Trump. or no. That's you can't even answer it. You, no, that is basically what's happening here. Is that yes or no? Is that? Now would you think that's fair? I would. He I would say that's not fair. About. Yeah, I'm, I'm asking you. I'm asking you because that's basically what we're saying. So if you think that that's fair justice, I would say that's not fair to Biden. I would say everybody deserves a right to their defense and a right to. Fair defense and fair prosecution, not political prosecution. And this just, the, it, it smells, Stan, it stinks, and that's not good. Nobody will have confidence in the outcome of any of these things. Okay, can I talk? You may. Thank you so much. <laughs> Queen Rita. Uh, King Stan, go ahead. No, 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 Queen Rita. Go it's ahead. Your show. Go ahead, not My Stan. show. <laughs> I love Rita. having you on, though, Stan. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, Look, Jack Smith is, wants to cut through the red, and I don't blame him. If the Supreme Court, they're going to take it. They said they're going to do it. 
if he says he has immunity, that ends the situation for that and he'll, his sweat will leave his brow. But if they say he can be tried, he doesn't have immunity, then it's a whole new board game, and then he'll have to sweat because a lot of his people, his minions, are going to turn on him anyway. We know that's going to happen. So this will be an interesting thing. He is the cause of his own trouble, not the Democrats, not anybody else. He wants to be a dictator. He can be a dictator if he's in jail. Stay there. We'll see what happens. Wow. By the way, uh, Stan, and this may break your heart, but he can still run for president even if he's behind bars. Uh, And uh, your guy, uh, Joe Biden, uh, that guy is a lost cause. I'm telling you, you look her right now. He is tanking in the polls. And if Biden wasn't doing so dismal in the polls and Trump wasn't skyrocketing, you know darn well they would not be spending the time going after Trump. Uh, you have Trumpitis. You clearly do not fair, care about American justice and fair justice. God, uh, thank goodness you're not on any of these juries, Stan, because. Uh, you know, anybody would say, get that guy off because he's got a bias. That is really bad, Stan. But I love hearing your uh, your Kool-Aid, whatever you're drinking. It's strong stuff. 1-800-848-9222. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And let's go right to your calls. Donald, line five, uh, your thoughts about Donald Trump and also, uh, boy, we've had some wacky calls tonight. Well, hey, Rita. Hi. Uh, happy Merry Christmas. So I, the minute you ask you this for the longest time, I, I, I need to know this this. Yeah, go out ahead. Of sorts caller. It's out of course, out of sorts caller Stan, who frequently calls in. Is he like a show straight man for you, or is he, is he just some angry American hating socialist? Uh, well, he's a, a guy who clearly doesn't like Trump. Um, the one thing I will say about Stan, uh, he's a veteran. Um, there's something kind of lovable, but boy, is he wacky. I agree. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Cosby is on. The Rita 
Crosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, a very powerful story coming from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Centenarians of Oklahoma were proud to honor World War II veteran Albert Al Hare and induct him into the Centenarians of Oklahoma Hall of Fame. Al was born August 22, 1922, and after the war, he worked for IBM and the Boy Scouts and ultimately ended up where he worked for a community action agency and became a self-employed carpenter and painter. He became known as the walking stick man. He finds sticks with distinctive shapes and turns them into beautiful walking sticks. He's also a writer. He collects coins. And he's also an avid reader, and he said that is what has kept him going all of these years. Also giving back to his country and knowing that he played his part in World War II. He also says the most important thing, especially a powerful message around the holiday season, is the people around him and also his faith. Well, how beautiful to see him inducted again into the centenarian's of Oklahoma Hall of Fame. And I love that they have that exhibit and that they're honoring some of our great men and women of the greatest generation. Well, we're talking about President Trump, Jack Smith, short-circuiting the process. Crazy Stan who called in. He thinks orange man bad. No matter what, throw the book at him. Uh, And, of course, I think otherwise. I believe in a little bit something called justice in America, and I think it should still exist. In the middle of all this, also, there is also this battle by the California State Supreme Court. Now, we know that they came down with the decision, and again, it was seven uh, justices there on the state Supreme Court, four of them who are Democrats, the other three are Democrats, the other four of them, by the way, went to Ivy League schools, including Harvard. Those are the ones who voted against Trump. The three others who didn't go to the Ivy League, they said, no, this is preposterous. Even they said that the president should not be removed from the ballot in Colorado based on the 14th Amendment, the issue uh, saying that if you caused an insurrection, uh, which was built around the Confederacy, that's when that goes back to. That goes back to Confederacy times. But these other Harvard-educated and other educated ones said, no, no, no. It does qualify. This is so crazy. And now there are other states that are looking as well. There's more than a dozen of them that are actually looking right now at doing the same thing that Colorado did. No doubt uh, there will be an appeal and the highest court in the land back to the Supreme Court will have to look at this and say, is this even qualifying? Does this even qualify whatsoever as being quote, somebody who caused an insurrection. And if you look at, there's a lot of, like, loopholes. They may not even decide on the word insurrection. They may say, look, the 14th Amendment doesn't apply to the presidency. It applies to members of Congress. It applies for allowing Congress to decide it, not somebody outside of it, i.e. a state court. There's a lot of, like, judicial areas where they could throw it out. We could also say it wasn't an insurrection. You know, that was the worst planned insurrection ever because they weren't armed. You know, the only person we've heard really who was armed uh, was the guy who shot Ashley Babbitt. 
And uh, he wasn't on the, quote, insurrection side, if you will. So there's so many issues here. But still, if you listen to the Democrats, they are downright gleeful, like Crazy Stan, who just called in. And listen to Senator Chris Coons, who's a good friend of President Biden. And this is what he had to say about the decision from the Colorado State Supreme Court. So whether it is a court that determines he's unfit to hold office because he took up uh, force against our uh, Constitution or mobilized a mob against our Constitution uh, or because the electorate throws him out, uh, I don't think it really matters if he's unfit to hold office. Um, We should all be encouraged by any action that makes it less likely that he will return to the presidency. Anything they can do to get rid of Orange Man in his mind. And here's a little bit more of his reaction to the decision in Colorado saying, oh, yeah, Trump is an insurrectionist. Let's forget that he said peacefully and patriotically. But listen to this. It's a striking ruling. I think it is a plain reading of the text of the 14th Amendment. Uh, I'll remind you, this provision of the 14th Amendment uh, was written to prevent uh, those who were part of the Confederacy who took up arms against the United States in our Civil War from returning to federal elected office. Uh, But there was a finding by the court in Colorado looking at the evidence that former President Trump participated in an insurrection. Uh, There wasn't a finding by Jack Smith, who couldn't wait to skewer Trump every which way but loose legally. And he didn't even find him guilty of insurrection. You know darn well Jack Smith would have been happy to find him guilty of insurrection if he could have. Happy to bring about those charges. And he didn't because they're not there. But still, there are many now other states that are saying, you know what, maybe we will join the list. We don't want Colorado to be alone. We want to have other ones in there. We want to go for it, too. Michigan's looking at it. California's looking at it. And also New York. Listen to Governor Kathy Hochul with her comments about the Colorado decision. I'll be very intrigued to see whether, similar to Colorado, a group of citizens who are aggrieved want to point out the fact that that their state has been successful. We'll see what the Supreme Court does. And here is the New York governor's take on January 6th. January 6th will live in infamy. And we should shame on us if we forget that. Shame on us what happened to this country when a capital that I used to proudly walk in as a member of Congress was literally under siege. People died. People were injured. And if he doesn't take responsibility for that, then the American people ought to hold him accountable. So that's what's starting in Colorado. And uh, here is Ari Fleischer, of course, the former White House press secretary, who has a very different take uh, than the Democrats you just heard. This kind of like the flu. And I hope (laughs) no other state catches the Colorado flu. It's really not good for the health of the country. And that's the problem with the flu. It affects liberals. And there are liberals in other states, New York, California, you name it. They want to get into red states as well. And what it really shows is who is it who's afraid of democracy, who is afraid that they're going to lose to Donald Trump if you leave it up to the people. So they resort to extra legal procedures to do this and just dangerous. Who's afraid of democracy? That is a really great line by Ari Fleischer. Uh, And even like Chris Christie and we heard even DeSantis and Haley, all of these people again, uh, those three, of course, are running against President Trump even though they're far behind in the polls. 
But those people have all said this is ridiculous. Nikki Haley said I should beat Trump fair and square. That's what she was saying. You know, and and right now, America, boy, are things a mess. Every which way but loose. You see it in every single different direction. And yet, they're still trying to do whatever they can to get rid of Trump and to solidify power. That's what I firmly believe this is all about. Why would you just overreach? And they're already setting the stage on the Supreme Court. They're already starting to criticize some members of the high court. Uh, Dick Durbin even insinuated maybe they should recuse themselves when they get to some of these Trump cases because they were appointed by Trump. That is ridiculous. It just shows they are darn worried. And anything they can do to keep themselves eternally in power, as opposed to letting the American public decide who they want to vote for and why and pull the lever in the voting booth and decide on their own where they want to go. God forbid that happen. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jerry, line five. Jerry, your thoughts about all this. Yeah, hi, Rita. I don't know if you remember, but I was the person who called you back in April and May of uh, 2023, and I told you that I had a relative who was a Democratic operative, and they were going to remove Trump off the ballots. Jerry, Jerry, you remember that? Yes, and by the way, Jerry, I do remember. I thought of you last night when all of this stuff mm-hmm. was coming down, or, the, or two nights ago. Jerry, well, you you were spot on. So uh, fill well, me in. I I literally I did remember you the other night. I was thinking. I was like, "Where's Jerry?" Yes. So I've been telling every host on WABC this for months, on and off. I come on and I tell them this is going to happen now. Uh, I've also said this, and it's going to come down to Kavanaugh and Amy Comey Barrett, because Roberts is absolutely in the never Trump camp. And so is the Bush and that whole family and all them people. They're swamp uh, rhino Republicans, and they would rather they know Haley and DeSantis probably can't win. They know that they can't get the Reagan Democrats like Trump can. They can't get the minorities like Trump can. And they just can't get the turnout like Trump can. So they know that and they don't care. They'd rather have a Democrat win than Trump. So what we face with here, unfortunately, we have two people that are going to decide this election. Trump is going to be able to win because if you look, we have the Democrats in a position where it's like 1968 with Johnson. There's wars going on. It's like 1980 with Carter. The economy is bad for many people who would normally vote Democrat, but they've seen how bad it is, the inflation, and what it can do to them. So we have the perfect field for Trump to win easily if it's an honest election. And the only thing they can do is what they're doing now, which is just basically a communist takeover because they're taking property from Giuliani. They're taking property from Mike Lindell. They're taking property from Donald Trump. And they're using Democratic people to do it. And they're also trying to put everybody in jail who associates with Trump or anything. So this is a complete takeover. They don't care I, I'm so sick of hearing people. I don't want to mention who, but there are a couple of people on the radio who keep saying they're hosts. They keep saying, well, Democrats should remember when it happens to them. Let me tell you something. They don't think it's ever going to happen to them. This is the last real election. They're going to take power. And they're doing it already. It's not like they're going to take it. They're doing it. This is what they're doing. They're taking people like Trump off the ballot. So it comes down to the court. Where the heck are they? Where the heck were they in 2020? They knew crap went wrong in Pennsylvania. Where are they? Well, Comey Barrett and Kavanaugh, we need both of them. And that's a problem. 
it's not going to be easy to get both of them to stop all this nonsense, but they should because it's prosecutorial misconduct. Yes, and, and by the way, this is exactly why the high court exists. Um, to and, and if you look at some of the letter of the law, like, you know, it doesn't matter Republican or Democrat, if you look at some of the letter of the law, uh, especially like even on this Colorado State Supreme Court case, uh, they should throw it and say, this is not your jurisdiction. You know, they don't even have to get into the January 6th or any of this. This is not your purview uh, say no way and shoot it down. On the other issue, in terms of the immunity, uh, they should they should either hear it or the other thing that I think they should do is say, no, it has to go through the appeals process. This is not typical of a special prosecutor. It's election time. They should say this looks like election interference. Uh, let's decide this another time when it comes through us through the appropriate channels. Do you think they have the courage to do that? And, and, and are you sure, do you firmly believe, Jerry, that Roberts uh, will vote against Trump no matter what? Even if it's, you know, you're even hearing today, I mean, look, we heard Chris Christie. We've heard some people, uh, we heard Bill Barr the other day, the former attorney general. Neither one of these people like Trump. There's no love loss there. And yet uh, they came out and said this is overreach. So that's why I'm wondering, do you still believe that Roberts is going to say, uh, uh, sorry, too bad? Okay, first let me speak about Christie and all the other people that are suddenly saying they're with Trump. It doesn't cost them anything. They're not going to make the decision. They're hoping Trump doesn't win and doesn't win in the courts either, really. They don't want him. Now, let me move to Roberts. Roberts, what he's going to do, he's going to try to sway one. He has to pick off only one. That's the problem here. Comey Barrett or Kavanaugh. If he does, he's going to go with the liberals and take one of them with him. Now, if the two of them refuse, he'll go with them. It will be 6-3. That's what he's going to do. He's going to try to wiggle them, one of them away. And here's the problem. Alito and Thomas, they don't have the personality that Roberts has. Kavanaugh and Comey Barrett are closer to Roberts in a lot of ways than Alito and Thomas. Alito and Thomas have a little bit different way about them. It's almost like they're thought of as are more radical to people like Comey Barrett and Kavanaugh, then, then, uh, then uh, the other guy would have just forgot his name. Yeah, Gorsuch. Gorsuch, right? So uh, Gorsuch, Gorsuch, Thomas, and Alito—they're a lock. They would take the case for Trump, and they would have taken the 2020 case, such thing as the PA. That PA, uh, what ha- took place in PA was disgraceful. Oh yeah, that was that was an interesting one. I I hear you, um, Jerry. Unfortunately, we got to go to a hard break. Will you continue to call us back? I literally thought of you earlier this week. I'm so glad. You called back, and uh, let's continue this discussion because this is very serious, important stuff. And the state of our nation and the confidence in the judicial system uh, or the politicization that we have seen is really on the line. Uh, I agree with you, Jerry, on so many issues, um, and boy, is the stakes couldn't be higher. Jerry, make sure you keep calling us back, too, because I love hearing from you, and I was thinking of you earlier this week. one 800 848-9222. Jerry was spot on before. Uh, let's see what he's got in the future. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's The Rita Cosby Show.
the U.S. Supreme Court uh, now that the Colorado Supreme Court has decided they're going to kick Trump off the ballot. And listen to this Colorado resident uh, respond to what she says the court in her state did. And she says this is unfair. Absolute outrage. That Why were you outraged? They're going to take away our choice based on their personal beliefs because I, I don't believe they're speaking for the people. And as I mentioned, even Chris Christie, who clearly hates Trump, maybe not as much as Stan does, but pretty close. uh, This is what he had to say about the Colorado Supreme Court. I want voters to make this decision, not courts. And I think that it's dangerous for our country to have courts make this decision at this moment. Even Chris Christie, you just heard him saying it is dangerous for courts to make this decision. Even he's against it because he knows It looks so bad for the institution of the courts. And the whole issue is you should not look like you're interfering in the election. And it's like 91 counts didn't work. Let's try this. You got Jack Smith also saying it is of a grave urgency. That's his filing tonight. Uh, Like democracy is on the line. If you don't, Supreme Court, look at this right away on the immunity issue. Uh, How dare he? How dare he? Let's go to Norm, line three. Norm, your thoughts about all this? My thoughts about this? Um, well, you know, I, the lie that this was an insurrection. I mean, I, uh, I would not have taken part in an insurrection, okay? I, I took part in a rally on January 6th. Me and, like I would say, the half a million to a million people that were there. Okay, this this is, you know, was Jack Smith there? I doubt he was there, but I was there. I was on the ground and I would be I would love to give testimony on that. And, you know, I I I don't lie. And uh, there was no insurrection. Okay, Um, nobody died. I like to tell that to Governor Hochul. The only person that died was Ashley Babbitt. She was an unarmed Trump supporter who was murdered. Okay. Um, nobody died. Nobody had weapons, as far as I know. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm just I'm sick of it. I'm sick of I'm sick of hearing, you know, some of your well, one of your callers uh, talk about it, a situation. You know, he needs to get out of his basement. Um, I and, uh, you know, maybe uh, go to a rally or two. Yeah. No, uh, no you're just, right. By the way, uh, I, and I always you heard what I said, Norm, if that was an insurrection, boy, that was one of the most poorly planned insurrections in history, because uh, just like you said, uh, the person who had the gun was the cop uh, who shot Ashley Babbitt. And what happened to him? Uh, nothing. Uh, you know, and he had issues, apparently, with the gun uh, loose, being loose with the gun, uh, even prior to this other incidents prior to that one. Um, and my heart breaks for uh, Ashley Babbitt's family. I mean, it's just, it, it is, it is so crazy, but everything is January 6th, January 6th, January 6th. Um, it is just nuts. And you could just tell they are desperate to try to stay in power. Uh, let's go to Joaquin on line four. Joaquin, your thoughts. All right, Rita, I'm sorry. I, I really want to send my best wishes and hopefully a, a safe and uh, victorious new year to Aaron. It was really good to oh. hear from him and his determination, uh, and, and that of, you know, the, the letter that he spoke of uh, one of his comrades is inspirational. So all I could say is God bless you and your, your brothers and sisters in arms. And I, I'm a little bit ashamed of the way that people in my country have been acting about this, the corruption in the media and our educational system, and even the way that our government's been responding. And if Donald Trump was president, 
it would be hot, be behind you 110% to go in there and to eradicate Hamas. You know, you know what? And, and Joaquin, every time when Aaron calls in, as you know, he's called in a few times. Uh, I think the same thing. My heart is with those people, those courageous people fighting terrorism, fighting these ruthless animals and doing it for all of us. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 